Alrighty, hello and welcome back to the Tailgate Talk. We are live here on a glorious Thursday. Uh, it is November 19th here today. My name is Cole, checking in from Houston. We are joined by Evan, our correspondent in Arkansas. How we doing, bud? Very cool. Shout out to Scott. Yep. Doing big things. We are things. missing Scott again, but uh, – yep. Here we are. It's a big week, week 11 uh, of the NFL season. We'll be starting here later on tonight with a possible game of the week, Cardinals and the Seahawks. Uh, we've got plenty of NFL to dive into. Um, do you have any past uh, – do you have any thoughts on last week's action at all, Evan, before we dive into this week? Yeah, it was a great week, but we'll get to that. First off, did you answer the questions that I sent you last night? I did. I did do that. So. For those of you who don't know, first question that I asked Cole was, which team that's six and three is your favorite team right now? Cole, what's your answer? So I, I guess I have an AFC answer and an NFC answer. I'm going to go with the AFC first. Um, I'm going to go with the Titans pretty much because they were the lesser of the evils, I guess I could say. It was like the Ravens, who I'm not big on. I think it was the Dolphins, maybe. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I've, I like the Titans better because of their run game, because of Derrick Henry. Um, and I think they've just – and uh, the, the division they're in also helps them out a little bit as well. So um, that's why I went with all the AFC. On the NFC, it kind of depends on tonight's game, and we will get into the Cardinals and Seahawks more. But it's, I'm taking the Cardinals because it's those three teams, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and the Rams that are 6-3. and three. And out of those three teams, I think I like the Cardinals the most – and I guess uh, another answer is my, my next answer kind of leads me into your next question, I guess. But do you want to have your answers to the first question first? Nope, because there's a reason why I wanted you to answer that. Okay. My main point that I wanted to talk about this week is that there are literally – there are 11, there are nine teams right now that are six and three. Nine teams that are not only in the hunt – if you want to call it that, Quote but handsomely, handsomely competing right now. So just, just to wrap up, it's the Ravens, Cardinals, Seahawks, the Raiders, Rams, and Dolphins, the Titans, Colts, and the Browns. That is fucking insane. I don't, my, my favorite out of all these teams that is, I consider to be the most solid is the Cardinals. I would say that four of these teams are top 10, and that's the Ravens, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, and the Raiders. But I can't remember a football season in my lifetime where there have been six teams handsomely at six and three at this point in the, se- uh, the season. And I think that that's crazy. I think that's absolutely crazy. So um, having said that, tonight's game is going to be more than likely the best game of the week because it's six and three up against six and three, A. And B, if I had to put a headline on this week, it's beat me twice. That's the oh, headline no. of this game. So I'm going to do a little bit of something a little bit different this week, Cole. So yes. each one of these, each one of these games is now going to be important. Shit is going to start to matter now. Big time. So well, except for a couple of toilet bowl games. Exactly. But even then, even then the toilet bowl game, I only have one toilet bowl game this, this week. And even then, like it's, you know, it's kind of important because of who, which team it is, but Got you. each of these games deserves a headline. 
So the headline for the Thursday night game, Cardinals against Seahawks, is beat me twice. Tell me if you can do it. So the Cardinals beat the Seahawks the first time. In overtime. The Seahawks now understand that their defense has a sieve in the defense. Like, it's, it's awful. It's historically bad as to how many yards they give up. And what I talked a lot about last week is that for every good offense, their defense is more than likely just as bad, which I don't know if you saw that game where the Bills beat them. I mean, who'd they lose to? Didn't they just lose again? I can't remember. The Rams beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the Seahawks are a top 10, top five offense. They're also a terrible defense, just proving that point. The Cardinals are solid. I think the Cardinals can do it personally. I lied. Nope, I lied. I think they could do it, but I don't think they will, is what I meant to yep. say. So I hear you. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think it's going to be won by a field goal. I think, like, Russ is going to be like, dude, this fucking kid who thought he wanted to play baseball is going to beat me twice. I don't think so. Like, I really hey, don't think so. Russ nearly played baseball himself. He's still in the Yankees. or He's been in some minor league system, I think, somewhere. But anyways. I think it was the White Sox. Is that, what, is that it? I can't mm. – I remember that. I do, but I can't – He's definitely the Yankees – Kyler was drafted by the A's. Dude, Kyler was like, uh, I mean, I have a Heisman, but, like, whatever. Like, uh, uh, It was just like, like that mean, open field little, like, skip to my loo he had a few weeks ago. He was like, oh, do I play baseball and get tackled, or do I score a touchdown and make a whole lot of money in the NFL? And that's what the fuck he did was score, and he's in the NFL big time. So, well, uh, Kyler is uh, – let, let's, let's do a little bit of brush up on facts here. So – uh, DeAndre and Stefan Diggs are two wide receivers right now that are leading the league in yards, and um, they were both traded. So how stupid do you think those fucking programs feel? Ooh, yeah, I saw I saw one headline today that was like the the DeAndre Hopkins trade keeps getting better for Arizona and worse for Houston because David Johnson just missed last game and I think he's gonna miss him this week as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. and also with, with Stefan Diggs, you know, I mean that. I feel like brought a lot of life to that Bills team and that whole offense. Not like Josh Allen needed a whole lot of help, but like he needed one kind of guy. And especially with Tom Brady leaving the AFC East and it was so wide open, they needed that one big target. So both of those dudes definitely kind of proved to their old teams that, hey, I'm still that dude. So, I mean, I was a little surprised as to how well DeAndre is doing in Arizona. I mean, I know DeAndre is phenomenal. He's probably the best wide receiver in the game right now, handsomely. I think so. And I don't think anyone's disagreeing with that. Devontae Adams, you can go fuck yourself. You're not even – you don't even sniff DeAndre. I'm sorry. You don't. Um, I think he's in the conversation. He's, def- he's definitely not number one. He's not competing with bro. him for number one, but he's, he's, in the, he's in the top ten. No, he ain't. No, I'm not. I'm not he's outside of the top ten. Top 10, sure, I'll give him that. That's what I was saying, it's top 10. He's the only – like, he's doing a lot right now. He's leading the league in touchdowns. But, like, one of my personal favorites is Tyreek Hill. Devontae don't touch him. Like, Devontae's – I mean, Tyreek, he's the fastest guy. Like, at some point, that has to matter. Yeah, Um, yep. There's just – I mean, I'm – Anybody on the Packers I don't like, but that, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Kyler Murray is also second in the league in total rushing touchdowns, which is crazy. He's, I think people are thinking that he's going to be on track to be, I think he already beat um, Cam for like at this point in the season. For so Cam many is right behind him, though. Right. Um, 
but I think people are going to talk about him as being like a more agile version of Michael Vick. Hot take alert. But like, Hot take you don't alert. Th- like that's the first thing that comes to mind when you see somebody run like that. But Michael couldn't like Michael and Cam are very similar. But no, I've never seen a quarterback run like Kyler. That kid, he's so down, goddamn fast. But um, this game is going to be awesome. Beat me twice. I highly recommend it, but I'm going with the Seahawks. I'm going 32 to 29. That's a weird ass score, but the main highlight is that it's going to come down to a field goal. I think yes. it's really close. Yes, and I think, and I think, if anything, you know, this is really the makings of another great NFC West rivalry between the Seahawks the and NFC the Cardinals. Is wide open. It's wide open. Insane the way that it is compared to. Even I mean the AFC is just not the same. It's just not. It's just not even close. But no. Seahawks Cardinals. I am taking the Cardinals tonight. I'm taking Kyler Murray. I'm I'm saying that you can't beat me twice. Do and you want to talk about the Cardinals beating the Bills? I'm going with DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, because DeAndre Hopkins just mossed three dudes to beat the fucking Bills. The top top three team in Scott's rankings. The Buffalo Bills. And wait, did who? Which one of our analysts said last week that the Cardinals were better than the Bills? And what happened to the Bills? Uh, Evan said the Cardinals were better, and the Cardinals won. And they did. They definitely did that shit. So, um, for y'all who don't believe me, that's fine. I mean, proofs in the pudding for themselves. So let's talk about the next game here, Cole. What do you think about the Lions against the Panthers? The Lions and the Panthers uh, is kind of an interesting one. Um, some kind of struggling teams who have shown some flashes. Christian McCaffrey's still out, right? He's going to be out again. Yeah. yeah. I think Teddy is too. Right. I Yeah, I saw it wasn't as bad as they first thought, but it's still not good. So, yeah, I think he's going to miss. So, I th- I'm, I'm going to take the Lions. Like I said, they're both kind of not great, but I guess it it could be a competitive match because they are pretty well matched, aren't they? Yeah, this isn't um so this isn't a toilet bowl game by any means, solely because this win matters so much. I mean, the Lions are four and five right now, so like I don't know right. by like you know saber metrics wise if that's considered a you know in the hunt, but. The, here, like they're very, very, they're very evenly matched up. I'm glad you said that. So the Panthers, I have the Panthers and the Lions offense about neck and neck as being like middle of the pack, nothing too impressive. Both of their defenses are fucking terrible. So like, mm-hmm. it's gonna. This is again, this is gonna be a game like 28 to 23 or 23 to 20. Like it's the the headline for me this week is a, is a key win for both of them. Like this is gonna this matters a lot. So it's gonna be very, very, very competitive. That's what we, that's what we got here. So yeah, I mean that's about all I, that I can say about either of those teams. So I feel like that was impressive that we talked for that long about them. I don't think we'll talk much about the Steelers and the Jaguars either there, but huh? So that's a toilet bowl game of the week, isn't it? It's it well, I it was on my list because the headline for this is who fucking cares, dude? Like, <laughs> which, but the reason that I'm going to talk about this is because. Cole, what's the Steelers' record right now? Uh, over, uh, over nine and zero. They're over losses. They have zero losses. They, do you want to know who they played? <laughs> Fucking, they played ready? a couple of decent teams. Ready? They've played the Giants. Hmm. Week one, they played the Broncos. 
and they almost lost to them week mm-hmm. two. They've played the Texans. They're great. <laughs> almost lost to them. Um, they didn't almost lose to either of those two teams, but it was arguably close for a team that's 9-0 and mm-hmm. with absolute studs on that offense. Let's go next week. I think they had a bye. The Steelers, Steelers. They beat the Eagles. Very oh. impressive win. They beat the Browns. Hey, the Browns are the Browns are one of those six and three teams, bro. They are, yeah, they are. Um, no one, you you get the point I'm trying to make here, right? Yeah. They beat the Titans, and that was pretty close. But the Titans are a six and three team. Another good they beat team. The Ravens, another six and three team. The fraudulent six and three team. Yeah, they beat the Cowboys. Hmm. And they just beat the Bengals. Mm -hmm. So this week, they got the fucking Jaguars. Jaguars. Cole, what do you think would happen if they played another – what do you think would happen if they played any one of these teams? You ready? The Chiefs, the Saints, the Bucks, or the Packers. What do you think would happen in that game? Uh, Still would probably get spanked. And I guess that just shows you the strength of the NFC because you listed three NFC teams and one AFC team there. How about the Bills? Tell you what, I, I wish Scott were on this phone call because I I would be 100% in his ballpark if he said the Bills would whop the Steelers. The Steelers, really? the Steelers defense is the number one defense in the league. They That's are absolutely saying. ridiculous. They've played nine games and they've let up 165 points. Because That's they fucking insane. Even, I don't care about those teams that I just listed. That is impressive as hell. Impressive, impressive, impressive as hell. But there's, their strength of schedule – has to be like playing fucking Milford High football. Like, th- it's embarrassing. And no one's talking about that right now. So, like, for everybody that's out in Vegas or for everybody who's betting that they're going to win the Super Bowl, I would very sign- sincerely look at yourself in the mirror and think, what would Big Ben do against the Chiefs? Probably nothing. Nothing. Defense wins championships. We've established that before. This team isn't that good. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. last team that was around that the defense brought them to the Super Bowl was the Broncos with Peyton Manning. Big Ben, you are no Peyton Manning. Don't even try. Um, they have a very, very solid team. Ironically, the only person on that defense that's leading in stats is T.J. Watt. He has a lot of sacks. Mm-hmm. But um, – He's pretty good. This game is just like when the Chiefs played the Jets. Whoever in the NFL office that scheduled this game, you're a fucking asshole. I think the score is going to be like 30 to 10. Um, But it would be really, really cool if that new quarterback, Jake Lutton, Jake Luton, whatever the hell his name is in Jacksonville, if he does something against this defense, people are going to be like, whoa, what? Is this our guy? Is he the guy? Is he the guy? I don't, I, I don't know if he's the guy, but, yeah, who fucking cares about this game? I talked way too long about this game. Yeah, that's what I would say. Where I, that was a whole lot more than I really expected. But you do bring up a good point about the Steelers' strength of schedule, um, and this week doesn't help them out at all. So, uh, hopefully, you know, they get that big test sometime soon. You want to move along to the Patriots and the Texans? Yes. Headline? Stay hot, Cam. Stay hot. So this, I have an answer to one of your other questions. The 
the Patriots are the team that has the most to prove this week. And I say that because this is an important week for the Patriots to get a good win and get a good week of practice, get a good win and build on the momentum and keep Cam hot and actually like get more wins. Cause if they lose this game, this is a bit, that would be a big fucking problem. So for that reason, I say that they have the most to prove this week that they can take care of business and not spoil it against a shitty team. So this game is a bridge game. James White, Berkey, they're going to run it up the dick, just like they did last week. Cam is probably going to run a little bit more because now he's got that confidence back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been the Texans' big kind of deficiency, basically, is, is their run defense. They can't stop the run, so that's what they got to do. J.C. Jackson is our best defensive weapon right now that can cover somebody. And right now it would be – it would have been J.C. on DeAndre, which is like – that would make me want to cry. That would make me want to cry. Sorry, J.C. Currently leading the league in interceptions. It's not even a big deal. But – Was left off the Pro Bowl voting at first. Did you see that? Fuck the Pro Bowl, dude. This so, year, but they're going to play Madden this year. But yeah, I saw that. I don't understand that. But Dumb it's the shit. teams. It's the teams who present the players to be voted into the Pro Bowl, though. So, Pat McAfee was talking about it the other day. But the teams kind of present a, a pitch for who should be like AFC Player of the Week or Special Teams Player of the Week or whatever. The teams provide the league who their Pro Bowl players are. And J.C. Jackson was not one of those players, first off. A question as a Patriots fan, real quick, and then we can move on to the next question. If you had the perfect defense to assemble in the past 10 years, who would you have at cornerback? At cornerback? Yep, two cornerbacks. Who would you have? One is obviously Stephon Gilmore. That goes without saying. Right. So who would I want opposite him? Yep. Over the last 10 years, I, I'm Ten years. almost tempted to pick Darrell Rivas. I love you, Cole. Let's go on to the next next game. All right, moving answer. along to uh, the Titans and the Ravens, meeting of six and three teams. Yes, sir. This is another great game. This isn't a game of the week by me, but this is going to be a phenomenal game. You think so? But, like, the Ravens aren't good. The Ravens, the Ravens just lost to the Patriots, bro. Dude, the Titans are on a three-week losing streak, I'm pretty sure. No. All they do is lose. They lose a lot. They're my, they're my best team at 6-3. and three. What are you talking about? They're most certainly not my best team at 6-3. and three. My best <laughs> team at 6-3 and three is the rate. Are we going to do a little – this is this a little rivalry here? Is this Scott against Evan again? Are you the Seahawks number Titans beat the Bears two weeks ago. What are you talking about? My bad, my bad. But they did well, lose to the Bengals and the Colts. <laughs> yeah, they did. They definitely did that. But, no, uh, I guess we could turn it into a rivalry. Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll All right, oppose go Ravens. you. Go Ravens. Fly go up. Titans, bro. This is, so, this one thing that we know is that this win means so much for both of these teams because they're these are both teams that are on the decline while other teams are capitalizing off of it. So, like the Bills. Like, the Bills are doing really well even though they just lost to the Cardinals. The Cardinals are doing really well even though they just, like – even though there's also six and three, like the Seahawks are on the strict decline, but like there's other teams that are capitalizing off of these two teams mistakes in the grand scheme of like 
rankings and uh, like overall story of how far they can go in the playoffs. So I'm taking the Ravens. Um, this game is going to be incredibly close, but this win, like this win is so important. So important. Like if they, if the Titans win, that might be fucked. Like they might be very, very screwed. Who do they got next week? Here, I got it right here. They're playing Colts. the Colts next week on the road yeah. again. So I guess it, I, and, and seeing that the Titans have to go on the road is, uh, makes me feel a little bit less confident about my pick, but like we've kind of, like we've talked about the Ravens are kind of frauds. And I think that just was proven last week. So, and for those reasons that I picked the Titans being the best six and three team, at least in the AFC, the run game is going to come back. Ryan Tannehill is going to figure it out. Um, and I think, and I think he's going to capitalize on the Ravens' mistakes, like you were talking about, and and pound them down and knock them out of the out of the running, out of the wild, out of the hunt is what I was looking for. No, they're both still going to be in the hunt, I think. But I think that if the Titans get, like, I don't think it's going to be a bad loss on either end, but it's like it's going to be bad if the Titans lose. If the Ravens lose, like, they have a former MVP on their team. You know, like, they're, they're never going to be as bad if the Titans are, if they lose, if that makes sense. I got you. In that, the Ravens have more to prove, obviously, and the Titans have more to lose. So, again, Ravens, and I'll be texting you when the Ravens win, being like, both of y'all don't want to believe that I'm a number one analyst, but it is <laughs> what it is. I was going to go to the Eagles and the Browns next. Oh, this isn't a toilet bowl game. Sorry. I thought you were talking about a different game. But the Eagles and the Browns, this game sucks. I Browns. couldn't give a shit. This game also it. does suck. But because because the Browns are one of those six and three teams, uh, I'm taking them to beat the Eagles, obviously. But Right. But the Baker needs a fucking blowout. He needs to yeah. murder the Eagles and bury them. The Eagles don't even look like a football team. They look like a hockey team. Like, if they if, – if, Carson and the Eagles keep it somewhat close. It's embarrassing. Like, very, yeah. very embarrassing. Baker, blow them out. Or else don't eat. Like, the Browns are 6-3, and three, but I don't have them as a top – I don't have them as a top 15 team. No. They're terrible. Like, they're still bad because Baker is still shaking up. I like that they're 6-3, and three, but they need this win. They need it. They need it. They need it. So, blow them out. That'll be big for their uh, for their season, their kind of confidence, their mo their momentum. Um, did you give a score? Uh, no, but you said it's a blowout. Yeah, it needs to be a blowout. I got you. I'm I'm gonna go the same way. Uh, moving along to another noon kickoff. Um, kind of intriguing, maybe kind of. It's the Saints and the Falcons. Divisional matchup, so you know, I mean, I feel like those can always be interesting, but we do need to talk about Drew Brees's uh, fractured ribs and punctured lung and collapsed lung. So I saw that live. I saw him get pancaked. It didn't look all that bad live, but no, it looked really bad. <laughs> he looked so bad. He got his shit rocked. Yeah, like you saw him hit the ground, and you're like, oh, like, ow. <laughs> This game is going to be very, very high scoring, I think. And if the Falcons win because Jameis is going to be starting, I'm not surprised. That's all on Sean Payton. Sean Payton, you can co if you can coach them, you can beat them. My headline for this is I'll wait on Jameis. The Saints are still a top three team, 
according to every single statistic that I have. I don't have any statistic on my computer that says that they shouldn't be a top three team until this Sunday. If they lose, it's going to be like the 2008 stock market crash. It's just going to go spiraling down as to how fucking bad they're going to be. So I'll like when I say I'll wait on Jameis, I say I'll wait on Jameis to prove me right that they shouldn't be a top three team without Breeze. They're, all the signs are pointing to the fact that their other offensive and defensive weapons can get the job done. Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, um, Taysom Hill. Would you rather Michael put Thomas. Taysom Hill at quarterback over Jameis Winston? They're going to split touches. They're absolutely going to split touches. Taysom Hill is a jackknife. They've been using him like that for three years with Drew Brees in, in his quarterback. He's going to be used. I feel like Jameis still got a lot of the reps in the second half when he played last week, though. He absolutely did. But, like, Taysom Hill is a jackknife. He can literally do – he's on punt returns. He's on kickoffs. Like, he's a jackknife. They're going to use him at every chance they get. He's not going to start. It's going to be Jameis. And Jameis can sling that damn shit. Like, he can still throw team. it. And, right, yeah. And, but, dude, the Falcons' defense, they won't even catch it. They suck. <laughs> That's a good point. So he, there's just going to be a lot of throws, like, guy, you know, unfortunately for COVID, there won't be anyone in the crowd to catch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going the Saints. All signs are pointing in that direction until they don't. So, yep. yep. Yeah. All righty. There you have it. I'm going with a 24 to 14 win for the Saints. I'm going 30 um, 23. Ooh, 23 points for the Falcons. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, moving along to the last game in the noon kickoffs, uh, the Bengals going up against the Washington football team. I think the Bengals kind of popped up on my radar for one of the teams with the most approved. And I feel like it's the same kind of reason with the Patriots where they need to, if they can get a win over the Washington football team, that will help them in their momentum and Joe Burrow's development, everything like that. But, um, yeah, I don't really think this is going to be a great game, but Joe Burrow needs a good game and a good win. Toilet ball. Toilet ball game. Who fucking cares? This, the main story I have is this is a lob win for Burrow. Like, just – you got to – I would love it if you beat him because you're not going to have another win after this, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, yikes! Washington football team. Alex Smith was doing some work last week, over 300 yards. Not too bad. It's pretty dope. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, every time that he gets, you know, ruffled up a little bit, you kind of want to shit yourself. But that's, Just you know, the name of the game. But, yeah, I'm going with the Bengals here. It's going to be like 13-10. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> there's no one's going to score. <laughs> I just don't – if people keep talking about A.J. Green coming to the Patriots next season, dude. You're not a fan. No. We don't want you. Go somewhere else. You're big, uh, you're big not AJ, AJ Green fan. He's such a fucking cancer. He would never work here. He would never work here. No one likes him. You know where he would do really well? A place where no one gives a shit. Like, like the New York Jets? No, no, the Giants. Take him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Giants would love him. Seattle would love him. Who else? Somewhere where they just walk all over the coach. Uh, the Jets is too easy. Like they, yeah, I would never right. wish. I would never Broncos? wish anybody to go to the Jets. Um, 
Uh, Ravens. That would be good. Miami, maybe. The Broncos? Um, no, no. They have a lot. They're just a lot of – they have Cortland Sutton. They have Jerry Judy. Like, there's a lot over there. Um, who's another team that – maybe the Raiders? I don't know. Just don't come here, you know? Like, fuck off. We don't need you. All right. Well, uh, those, that's, uh, those are some good thoughts there. We're going to move along to some more good thoughts with the Chargers and the Jets. Um, kicking off at 3.05. Did you see Justin Herbert's haircut? Um, I wonder if he thinks that's going to do anything else for him because it's not. Maybe that's what he needed, but he also needs a big win over the Jets that I think is going to get it done, which um, he needs it. He, he desperately needs a win. This is the other toilet bowl game. Then. This game sucks. I don't Jets. even have anything to say about it. <laughs> like, finally, I, you're right then. You're right. He's going to get a win. He's definitely going to go. get a win. Dude, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Jets do not feel like an 0-9 team. They absolutely feel like an 0-9 team. They do not feel like an 0-9 team. I don't think they do. I think that they do. What's, do you remember the last 0-9 team that there was? Wasn't it the Lions without – I don't – yeah. No, no, 0-9. 0-16, 0-16, the Lions and the Browns did it recently, yes. That's what I meant. Like the – not an 0-9, an 0-16 team. They're going to get a win. Dude, against who? Literally against who? It might be the Chargers. No, They will no. invent a new way to lose. No. No. It's not weird. It's not the weirdest thing. All right, let's look at the rest of the chart, the Jets games. Okay. All right, I'm on it. I'm on it. I know I have everything fucked up. They play the they play the Dolphins next, and then the Raiders, loss. and then the Seahawks, and then loss, the Rams, loss, loss. and then the Browns, and then the Maybe. Patriots again. This 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 is their biggest week. They have to win. <laughs> they have to win. They won't, but they have to. So they have the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Browns, the Patriots. They're they they could only win. be the Chargers out of this. So I see where you're saying that this is their last chance, but they're not going to get it done this week. No. I think I've been saying since like week four that they've been on an, an official 0-16 alert. So they very much so feel like a winless team. Yes. It very... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. All righty, so uh, we'll take that into uh, the Dolphins and the Broncos matchup. Uh, Tua getting getting some more action. Um, cares. You don't care about this game either? No, I don't care about Tua. No. I don't. I don't care. Still don't care. Won't care. It's in Denver. Um, so he gets to go to the Mile High City. Uh, 305 kickoff. Dolphins in Denver. I'm taking the Dolphins on the road. I'm not taking the Broncos. Yeah, no, that yeah, my highlight is the Dolphins are good. They're yeah. really, really good. Their defense is basically our defense because it's Kyle Van Noy and it's a Landon Roberts, and I think it's one other run guy. by Brian Flores. <laughs> yep, it's this is the Patriots two point seven. Because <laughs> the, the the Buccaneers are Patriots one point five. Titans are Patriots two point oh. And then the Dolphins are 2.7 because they suck. Like, they (laughs) – but whenever I look at a a sheet, I'll look at a team like the Dolphins and I'll be like, oh, fuck, wait. 
They're good, kind of. Damn. Six and three. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. That's good. Yeah. Their defense is their defense is actually great. Yeah. That's weird. This is no, go back to the old days. Go back to before twenty twenty when you couldn't, you know. You you couldn't shit yourself the right way. Like that it is you know, I missed I miss the old days. It's the old days <laughs> of that shitty AFC I East. Wanna live, I wanna live in a world where the dolphins still suck. <laughs> but they're good. So dolphins <laughs> by ten. I think it's gonna be like thirty to twenty. Damn, I think it's gonna be like by fourteen. I think it's gonna be twenty four to ten. The Broncos aren't gonna score dolphins. a lot. That's uh, what I'm saying. Ten points. Yeah, no. Um the Dolphins are going to score a lot, though. I think they're going to make a lot of – they're going to capitalize on the defense. Like, they're going to – Drew Locke is going to make some mistakes. He sucks. He's really bad. He He's looks got some good. good swag. He looks good. When he looks good, he looks all right. When he looks bad, he looks like Geno Smith. Like, it's, like, <laughs> uncomparably terrible how bad he looks. Uh, well, uh, that kind of situation has been happening in Dallas. Uh, the Vikings and the Cowboys is our next game. Uh, it did look like Andy Dalton was going to, was back to practice and, and might be playing here this week after his getting his shit rocked. Um, I really don't think that's going to do a whole lot for that Cowboys team though. And I'm still mm. taking the Vikings. Um, yeah. this I'm game is you. in Minnesota as well, kicking off at 3:25. So thank God for the Vikings. Cause they're going to roll like they, you know, they need this because they had a pretty Same. difficult schedule. And they played decently well against the Seahawks, but they got fucked by the Packers. So, And then they beat them, I think. They beat yeah. them, right? Yeah. So, they're on a little bit of a roll. And next week, they play the Panthers. So, again, they might be going on something. Good for them. They're going to be – they're in the hunt. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. So, um no, 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 no friskiness this week. Just, you know, just headlines. So, yeah, the Vikings are going to win. Uh, I, I don't like Cowboy fans. I think America's team is the Patriots, and I'm completely unbiased when I say that. Credit to me. Oh, wait a minute. Hey, credit to you for being humble, you know? Yes, yes. One of the um, most humble guys that I know. If, if, hey. Uh, yeah, the Vikings are going to win. This, this game, I don't really care about this game. Just because like, yeah. I don't want to pad. I don't want – here's a question. Would you rather – do you like Kirk Cousins on the Vikings or on the uh, football team? Um, Man, I kind of feel like he's almost two different Kirk Cousins. I don't know. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm I not, think he's the same Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the, the biggest fan of him anywhere. I mean, dude. he's – He's decent. I mean, obviously, he's decent enough to be an NFL starting quarterback, so. Dude. Would you rather have – all right, do you like Kirk Cousins on the Vikings or Teddy Bridgewater? Who would you rather have? I think I like Teddy. I do not like Teddy. I like Teddy on the Panthers a lot better, but. What Kirk did, is like – He was Kirk doing that in Minnesota, the color beige. Like, he's just so fucking boring. He's such a wet blanket of a, of a quarterback. He's so ass. Even though he's going to win, and they're going to be five and five. Yeah, but against the Cowboys, who are in the NFC East, who are that's not even a division. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Worst of the worst. I'm also not too excited about the Packers and the Colts playing. Uh, I don't think much is going to happen in this game. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! You are very wrong there, Hold dude. Up. I keep forgetting the Colts are like actually kind of good, right? Yeah. <laughs> This is like, this is another one of those games where 
the Colts have everything, everything to prove, and the Packers have everything to lose if they lose right. to this. Like, the Packers need this win, but the Colts could pull away with it. And this is a huge game for the Colts if they win. Huge. Because people are going to be like, whoa, Phillip Rivers might win one game in the playoffs. You fucking <laughs> loser. You loser. I want – this is one of those games where I hope both quarterbacks, like, just fly to Mars. Like, we don't need either of these guys. If they were – if, if what's on. his face? If Elon Musk was like, hey, guys, get in the spaceship instead of playing. I promise it's going to go well. And they're like, okay. And then they just stay up there, and then they come back down right after the game. That'd be dope. I'd be a big fan of that. But I'm taking the Packers. I don't think the Colts will do it. I'm saying it'll be huge if they do, but I don't think they can do it. Fresh off a win over the uh, the big six and three Titans, huh? Uh, yeah. Colts aren't going to do it. No, they're not going to do it. Packers are legit. Uh, seven and two team. You know, I uh, I see where you're coming from. Where that would be big if they lost, and only huge for the Colts if they win. But if the Packers win, it's kind of because I want to know if the Colts are for real. Yeah. This will tell me that. I think so. I think we'll get uh, a lot of explosions and a lot of things coming out of the Sunday night game, uh, the AFC West matchup, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Um, their second meeting, the Raiders have already won, so there's another kind of beat me twice kind of game. I love you. It that is, was my next question. It is in Las Vegas. Uh, Chiefs have to go on the road. I'm, and I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs because, like you said, I don't want to beat. beat pa- I don't think I can pass Mahomes twice. So I don't. I will never ever bet against the Chiefs ever 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 ever. Not a chance. Beat me twice. I want to see if you can do it because I know you can't. I mean, I don't know how Derek Carr beat Pat Mahomes the first time, but the I would be very, very impressed. By the way, do you know who else has beaten Pat Mahomes twice in one season? Was it the Patriots? Nice they went on to win the Super Bowl. Oh, was that that year? Oh, yeah. I remember that year. Yeah, isn't that awkward? Yeah, a little bit. I love how you have to rifle through your head. Wait, which one of those? Which one am I talking about? The most recent one. Yeah. Oh, right, um, right, right, right. The sixth. Oh, the Raiders are for real, I think. Yeah. Even without this game, they're for real. I think this is. A, I think they're a great team. Um. Derek Carr has always – I feel like he's always kind of been a little bit slept on. He's a three-time pro bowler. Like, he's very – always, I've always thought he was good. And he does a lot with very little, I think. Like, um, Josh Jacobs is phenomenal. But, like, name, name a wide receiver on that team. Uh, uh, Henry Ruggs. Isn't he, that's Renfro. the rookie, right? Hunter Renfro. And Nelson Aguilar, right? That's the other Nelson one? Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed with us, quite frankly, because I couldn't – my mind immediately goes to Amari Cooper. I still think he's on that team uh, for some reason. I see. But he's not, and he hasn't been for several years. But yeah. um, the point being that they beat – like, I, I struggled – not struggled, but, like, it was hard for me to think of those two first receivers. I couldn't think of them. And I beat me twice. Bet you can't. That's why it's going to be great. It's going to be a fucking shootout. Unless Mahomes is like – no, I you're just not. forget how to throw football. No, unless 
no, unless Mahomes is like, I'm going to throw football through you, motherfuckers. That's what's going to happen because <laughs> I can do that. Also, before we talk about these next, this next game, mm-hmm. who's your MVP right now? Damn. That's a great question. Kind of going back to the beginning of this show, I'm, I'm kind of thinking maybe uh, Kyler Murray's got a shot. I, I have three. I have you three. can't take the field. Like. No, I'm not. Just, I, I, I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying three just so you can make fun of me, pretty much. Pat Mahomes, Derrick Henry, but that's like a shitty one. Um, and Josh Allen. Huh. The kid is insane. He's fucking nuts. He's so good. I see. Let it let it marinate. Let it marinate a little bit. Um, uh, it's marinating, and that's what I'm saying. It it's it's sounding a little bit better now. I see the only where you're I'm, coming from. The only reason I'm putting it out there in the ether is because it's been let Russ cook, let Russ cook, let Russ cook this entire you know season, and he's leading the league in passing touchdowns, but. Who fucking cares at that point? Like it, like you can't win a football game. Like an MVP has to go to a team that is gonna be in the Super Bowl. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced anymore that the Seahawks are going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I really don't know. It's just so weird to think about. But like, I'm looking at these numbers and I'm just trying to swish it around a little bit. Like Pat Mahomes is great obviously he's he's kind of the the obvious kind of clear-cut choice if if it if it weren't pat mahomes it would be josh allen kyler murray or derrick henry but dalvin cook is like almost better than derrick henry too that's another one but he sucked he sucked on monday he was so bad he fucked me too i lost fantasy because of him but like i just also want to say this like real quick real quick Tom Brady has 2,700 yards and 23 touchdowns. Pat Mahomes has 2,700 yards and 25 touchdowns. Feel it? Feel a little bit? <laughs> that, does that, does that kind of, like, make you wonder, you know? Like, it's weird. That's why I want to start thinking about it. Definitely hmm. start thinking about it. Hmm. Right? Yeah. You know? So are you insinuating that Pat Mahomes is about to go on a run like Tom Brady did? Is what is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying Tom Brady still has MVP candidate numbers is what I'm oh, trying to well, say. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. yeah. And that's, like, one of the reasons why, like, I I really don't know who could be the MVP right now because it sure as fuck is not Russ right now. Yeah. He's very, very good, but – at first, I was thinking about it like – I was thinking like, is it Josh Allen? Is it Josh Allen? He has 2,800 yards, almost 2,900. In my opinion, you can't be – you can't be an MVP candidate if, as a running back if you're not even close to being in the 2,000 club. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of the last running back that was MVP. I'm pretty sure it was AP. I think it it was AP. And then before that, it was LT. And, like, those numbers were, like, you know, ridiculous. I remember a couple years ago before he was insane that I thought Antonio Brown should have been the MVP. And then he got incredibly hurt. And then that was the year that Tom Brady won his last MVP. And everyone was looking at each other like, 
okay who give like what he did it, like he was who cares like i don't even know why it, like if you look at his numbers like he, he did win mvp he then lost to the, the super bowl to nick Foles. like it's obvious he shouldn't have been mvp there was just a lot of injuries that year and he was the one that was the closest to you know not getting it i think it would have been dak honestly but dak would have been the mvp i'm like if he were still doing he's still leading the league and no he's still beating like Nine different quarterbacks in passing yards right now. Damn. He had eighteen hundred yards. That's a lot. It's it's wild. It's start thinking about it. Maybe maybe we'll see some stuff this week. And what better way to segue than to talk about this last game, the Rams and the Bucks? Yes. We were just mentioning Tom Brady. We were just mentioning the Bucks. Talked about the Rams a little bit as well. And um Again, kind of going back to your questions pre-show, uh, the Rams are my kind of standout answer for who has the most to lose here this week uh, because wow. they still have to play the Cardinals twice. And if they lose this week and the Seahawks <laughs> lose this week, then they're obviously further away from the Cardinals in that AFC West division, but also further down in the standings in the NFC altogether. So I think the Rams have the most to lose because if they lose this week, they're, they're pretty fucked. The Rams are one of my favorite teams right now. I think they're really, really solid. I don't think they have very much to lose because the Buccaneers are so good. If they lose to this team, it's like, you know, like you lost to a really good team. Like if you keep it close. So like, I, I'm very, if I were ever in sports professionally, and I were to be a voter for college basketball, which I think about this all the time. It's one of those things where I don't really understand. Like, like for example, if Wichita State is ranked 25th and they lose to Villanova, who could be ranked third by one, wouldn't you kind of be like, dude, a team that's better than them almost lost to a team that's worse. Shouldn't they just kind of stay there? Like, they, they, they both proved themselves. They, right. they, you they should at that, least stay put at the very least. Exactly. That next Monday, when all the rankings come out, Wichita State will have no, almost no votes. Like, so – I because some other teams below them maybe beat a team who was ranked 14. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's so tough. Ranking teams is so tough, and it's never a perfect science. You kind of have to take a lot of things into consideration, and at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to, you know, please everybody. Somebody's going to have a problem like, oh, my team should be ranked here. Their, their team should be ranked lower. Well, your boy does it once a week. So, um, I'm taking the Bucks. I think that the Rams – I want to see – just because I fucking can't stand him. I want to see Jalen Ramsey line up against Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk, Antonio Brown, Ronald Jones. I just want to see Jalen Ramsey get embarrassed five times over. So I am rooting for the Bucks, and hopefully my Tom Brady jersey is in the mail. Ooh, um, that would be pretty nice. That would be a nice little game day treat there for it to show up on your doorstep. Absolutely. I, I, I would agree. But um, I think that's it for our football slate, correct? It is. And I am also taking the Bucks as well. Um, I agree with you on all those points. That's why you're our lead analyst. Uh, last week, Fuck, my yeah, picks finally got 11 Scott, wins. Hey, Scoot. Mm-hmm. Last week, my picks actually got 11 wins. I got 11 picks right last week. That was the best I've ever done. You did better than me. I've, I go, I've gone 10 and 14 three times. Damn. 
I've done that twice. But I've gotten I've got ten picks right, one, two, three, four, five times out of the seven that I've kept track. So very nice. Uh so yeah, so there it is. That is week eleven, uh week ten of the NFL slate. Uh, be sure to hit us up with all of your winners and losers uh, on that day on Twitter at the tailgate talk. Uh, also happening uh, this week is some more college basketball stuff. Some more rankings came out this week, right? Oh, well, they came out. Um, or they came out last week. Yeah. Is the season some of them? No, starting on the 25th. Uh, there's still like a lot of programs that are bogged down by COVID Seton hall being one of them. Uh, the draft was last night, and, like, it it was a weird one. It was one that you look at and you're like, who – like, the last draft was so high. You literally drafted Zion Williamson, who people knew, people knew about him when he was 16. So, like, you had a ceiling of here. The next season you have COVID, and basketball was played in a fucking bubble. So, like – I'm a casual basketball fan. I'm going into this already as who cares. And when people were coming out like LaMelo Ball is the number one pick, I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck about this at all. So the number one pick was Anthony Edwards. Um, he's he was a very guy good. some people knew by when he was 16 years old, apparently. Yeah, I mean, he's very good. He's absolutely good. He, like um, – my favorite moment of the night was Obi Toppin ain't no stopping – to um, the Knicks. He belongs there. They're going to love that him That was there. where he's I, from, right? Yeah, I love Obi Toppin. I watched him in Dayton. He was – he's so, so good. Um, and uh, I he, this is going to be a test. So, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do going forward. Because next okay. week, like, this next episode, we're going to start – like, college basketball will be played. Will we start? Yeah. Right now, there are 44 teams – currently in the NBA in NBA uh, college NCAA basketball that either have votes or are ranked 42 43 43 number one being Gonzaga number 43 being Northern Iowa hmm. all of these games no all of these teams sorry are currently being considered to be in the big dance. Which means they're going to be on our radar for the entire season. Got you. So rather than, and this is how I believe that I can get you and Scott and anybody else listening actually interested in college basketball. Because college basketball is awesome because it's real. Like, these kids, I don't want to get into the whole debate of, like, why aren't they getting paid, but – because they're not getting paid, they're playing for the team. They're playing for that spot. They're playing for minutes. Like, they are – they're grinding their absolute heart out. If you play for money, then it's like, I don't even fucking care. I'm just getting paid. This is a paycheck. This is a job. This is still their passion right now. So, it's the best basketball you're ever going to watch. So, any – so, there's three categories. The red, orange, and yellow. Every, the red teams are the teams that are actually ranked, so 1 through 25. The orange teams are the teams that have votes. And there are – fuck. Uh, 20, 25, minus, 25 minus 43. There are 18 orange teams. And like I said, there are teams that have – so for anybody who doesn't know, 
so the teams that are orange, like I was saying, there's, there's a committee called the Associated Press that votes on every single team. And a vote basically means that, like, it's a variety of different people who see fit that one of these teams is deserving of the top 25. And then the Associated Press gathers all of them and makes the 1 to 25 list that you see every week. The list comes out every Monday. But college basketball is played every single day. So while you may have teams that play each other that don't matter, like Air Force versus Akron, neither of those teams are ranked, neither of them have votes, I don't care about that game unless I'm betting on it, which I'm not. Of course. I care when the games actually have some sort of brevity as to whether or not you can tell on whether a team is good or bad or really their strength of schedule or how good the team is and what they can play with. So, for example – Kentucky. Kentucky is currently ranked 10th. They're in the SEC. Auburn has 29 votes, or 29th currently in the grand scheme of of all votes counted. So essentially, you're seeing a 10 team playing a 29 team, which means that Auburn has everything to gain, which means if they win, they're going to be ranked next week. If Auburn loses, we don't have to care about them for the entire next week. So essentially what I'm trying to say is if when I'm only going to tell you to watch the games that are red versus a red, red versus an orange, or orange versus an orange. Now when a team completely drops off of votes altogether, that's a yellow team. So for example, Indiana has a significant amount of votes. If they play Akron next week, which they won't, but if they play a team that doesn't matter and they lose – they go into yellow because they have the they have the balls to be someplace and you want to watch votes. them. They don't have votes, but they did have them once. So it'll all make sense when I come out with the games officially when I see all the schedules and show them to you guys and you guys can be like, okay, well, I don't have the time to watch these games or I don't really care. But when you see a game like Duke against uh, Kansas, you'll be like, okay, shit, like these That's kids will game. be in the NBA. This is a great game, yeah. But what one one thing that I think is so important with college basketball is that and why I think it's better than college football is because in a college football environment, I'm gonna here here's a random thing. Do you think Iowa and Wisconsin would be a good game? Two big in football? Ten teams. Yeah. In football, yeah. Right. Would I would you believe me if I told you it's even better in college basketball because no. Iowa's ranked fifth and oh. Wisconsin is ranked seventh? Holy shit. Exactly. But then, like, the, the recruiting is so incredibly important because you'll hear about teams that you've basically never heard of, and they're ranked. Like, Rutgers. Rutgers is 24th. Wow. Like, Richmond. Richmond has a shitload of votes. St. Louis has a shitload of votes. BYU, Loyola Chicago, UNC Greensboro. Like, these are all teams that no one – would ever care about in the football landscape. You have to care about them now. Loyola Chicago, Loyola Chicago doesn't have a football team, but the point being is that like you can actually watch teams that you'd never otherwise watch. And an upset is like you'll never see an upset like this in college football. You'll right. never see like you'll see Appalachian State beat Michigan and then that coach is fired the next day. Like last year, dude, do you know where have you ever heard of a college called Kinesius? Nope. Exactly. They beat Villanova last year. Holy shit. Exactly. Hey, like fucking Stephen F. Austin down here in Texas beat fucking Duke. Hell fucking yeah, they did. <laughs> That's crazy when you watch that. That's like history. Fuck yeah. I love that. Absolutely. So we're going to play around with that this season. I'm probably did a very bad job of explaining it, but. No, I love um, it. 
I'll send you guys the games because, uh, again, for those of you who don't know that historically Thanksgiving is the best time to watch college basketball because it's a bunch of different tournaments. It's a bunch of different classic games. And it's, it's like, I don't know how it's going to work. It's, it's either going to work really well or, um, oh, shit. Uh, did you just get that notification? No. Uh, Gordon Hayward's out. He opted out? Yeah, opted out. But they but they just signed him, no? They signed him four years ago. No, but didn't he just uh he He wanted to, but he didn't. He just he's entering free agency. I think I he's gonna go to the that Knicks. they just re signed him. I don't know. I don't think they did. I think I really don't know. I gotta do more research into it, but I just got a notification from Bleach Report. Celtics Ford will enter free agency after opting out of his contract. He declined he declined a thirty four million dollar option. Which means A, we have some money to play with, but and B, fuck Gordon Hayward, but C, he's probably gonna go to the Knicks. That's he's gonna get paid. I liked him. I liked him too. Being a Boston fan, like you're very, very loyal to whoever's in the team. But um Especially the only thing I wanna say about the know. NBA, because it's still happening, like the with the trades and whatnot, is that y'all down in Houston are looking pretty shitty if you ask me. Holy shit. It is a fucking shit storm down here, boy. I will tell you what. It is not looking good. You've been living in Houston for how long and you still can't even put together half <laughs> a good fucking southern accent? It's tough, man. You know, I, I really, really try ain't. sometimes, but Yeah. Well, um it'll be so stupid if Harden went to the Nets. What I love is that uh Never on the table was Harden coming to Boston, and Boston immediately had a press release saying, don't even fucking try to contact us. We don't want you. We don't fucking want you. Don't call here. Hilarious. Um, I think that Russ is going to go to Washington, which would be dope. That would be cool. He's going to do well there. Uh, and then John Wall will go to Houston, which would be – Oh. That'd be oh. cool. Mm. There's a lot. There's too much to keep up with right now. Yeah, but, there's um, a lot going on that off season there. Yeah, but this episode has been long. I apologize for keeping you. No, I think it was a good one. Uh, and thanks for everybody for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed it, go ahead and tell a friend. Rate, review uh, this show wherever you're uh, ingesting this podcast. We are the Tailgate Talk. You can find us at thetailgatetalk.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and TikTok at the Tailgate Talk. Um, so yeah. I guess we will catch you next time. Evan, do you have any parting thoughts here? Happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Thanksgiving is coming up. Stay safe, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Peace.